You are now listening to Bodies by Design Radio with trainer Fred and Coach Donovan, where we talk about all things fitness, nutrition, and the mindset of how it all applies to your busy life. For more, head over to bbdforlife.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode number 49 of Bodies by Design Radio. I am your co-host, trainer Fred, with... Coach Donovan Owens. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We have a um, very deep and meaningful and a kind of a touchy subject podcast for you. So uh, if you've listened to some of our other ones, you know, we're we're always talking about fitness. We're talking about strategies. We're talking about different things. Today, we're going to talk about some things that may be a little bit uncomfortable. So kind of strap in and uh let's let's go let's go on this ride so before we do that let's see how everybody's doing let's take some inventory donovan what's going on with you how's everything with you oh man feeling really good um just excited about life these days got a lot of uh good things going on here at home janae is our last one here at home and she's off to college in august so being the queen or having discussions about what we're going to do when we have a, an empty nest and, mm. you know, those, those kinds of things. So that, that's kind of where we're at in life and feeling good about it. It's, it's exciting. Yeah. That's awesome. How about that's, you, man? Really good. Well, I'm, I'm on the opposite spectrum. You know, we're trying to figure out what uh, schools the kids are going to go to since <laughs> we're in a new district and Abel is about to start kindergarten yeah. and uh, that's going to be really exciting. And um, it's just going to, it's been a really, it's been a great uh, transition for us, but uh, you know, change is is necessary. It's difficult, and it is good sometimes. And yeah. uh, and it's just uh, you know, we're all in different seasons of our lives, but as long as we're just taking care of the now and making sure we make sure we take care of ourselves, I think everything will work itself out. So, and that kind of leads us to what we're going to talk about today. Um, I know you and I have been doing this for about 20 years and Nanette's been doing it for over 40 years and we've all had internal conversations and we've all had uh, discussions about how we can be better for our clients. And I remember when I first started, um, you know, Nanette always would tell me, she's like, you know, make sure you don't become the client. And what she meant by that was that it's like, don't become their problems, become their solution for their problem. And I really took that to heart because I was like, okay, that's a really good, great advice because now I can kind of look from the outside in and just listen to my clients that come in and just kind of help them with it. But over the years, um, I've realized that, you know, we play an intricate part of it, but fitness is only just a small, small portion of how people actually get healthy. So when I first started, I thought it was like, man, if you just, you know, get on a good diet and you just start exercising, you're just going to get fit and you're going to be happy. And that's just really, really not true. And if you're ever in a boat to where it's like you've changed some things, you're working out, you've changed your diet, you're getting your 10,000 steps in per day, you're sleeping better and you're still not losing weight. And you're asking yourself, how in the hell is this possible? That's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about some sensitive topics that are usually not brought up when discussing losing weight, getting healthy, and having a stronger mind and body. 
These things are not covered in your nutrition books. These things are not co covered in your um, fitness magazines. These things are not covered. And the reason they're not covered is because they're deep. They're deep, they hurt, and people just don't want to bring them up. And there are truly the silent killers of weight loss. And it has nothing to do with your diet and your workout program. So over the past 20 years, like I said, we've worked with thousands of people from all walks of life. And everyone has unresolved issues that they're not dealing with. And they're trying, they're basically avoiding it. And it's really clogging up their health and their fitness goals. So what we're going to talk about are five common issues that we have seen in the past 20 years of working with our clients and being in the trenches with them and seeing the ones that have actually stood up and were brave enough to deal with these issues and create amazing and permanent success. So let's kind of dive into it, Donovan. Let's talk about the number one thing that we have heard in the past 20 years that is truly just clogging up the weight loss and not allowing the weight to really just come off the body of the person that's actually trying. Yeah, the number one thing is a toxic work environment. And the reason that's number one is because we got to think about how many hours we spend working every day. And then add that up over a week and then add that up over a month and you add that up over a lifetime. And when you're using language about your job that lets people know that you don't like what you do, uh, that you have a quote unquote horrible workplace, but you continue to stay there. Well, that tends to have uh, a lot of stress load on it. And the more stress you have, then the more your body tends to hold on to body fat and the more your hormone levels are off. So there's a lot that comes with thinking about, you know, how you're choosing to spend your hours every day at work. So, and maybe for you, maybe your, your workplace is okay, but you know, you're not using your true talent. There's other things you want to be doing that you're suppressing. So uh, you have the stress of that because you know, you're, you're capable of doing more and you want to do it, but you're not doing it. Um, maybe it is that you have what's considered to be a bad boss, somebody who doesn't represent you well, or doesn't take care of you well, or creates a toxic, uh, you know, environment when you're there. Uh, unsupportive team, uh, never being appreciated for what you do, and all your hard work. There's nothing like spending 8, 10, 12 hours a day at a job knowing that you're not appreciated. You're just going through the motions every day, almost just existing. And then you wake up and do that again tomorrow. Uh, never being recognized in front of your peers. Look, we're humans. And you can say as much as you want to that you don't want to be recognized. You don't need that attention. You have this, that, uh, the human biology built into you that when you're recognized for something that you're doing well, it at least lets you know that people notice. You may not want to make a big deal about it, and that's fine. But it's important that you know people recognize you. Maybe you're not getting paid what you're worth. So you're putting lots of hours in, and you know that what you're doing is, has a certain value on it. But you're not getting paid that. That can tend to be very stressful because at the end of the day, you got to go home. You got to pay your bills. You got to take care of your family, put food on the table. Those things cost money. So earning 
your potential is really important. And then also maybe you're only doing the job because money is the the only reason. There's no fulfillment in it, but you maybe you have like what they call the golden handcuffs on. Um, you're being paid a certain amount of money. You don't want to use the energy to go look for something new. So you continue just to go through the motions. And one really big thing that I want to bring up is the expectations that jobs have these days of their employees to stay continuously connected, right? They even give you gifts like uh, these watches that they can send messages to you, messages to you on. They give you phone plans. They give you all these things. And it feels like it's they're doing something great for you at the time. But then you realize you're constantly getting emails and calls at all times of the day. And so it, it just you have to be really careful because before you know it, constantly being connected to a toxic work environment is just adding to your stress levels. And that's going to have you continue to hold on to weight, um, mess up your sleep patterns, add, uh, you know, disruption to your hormone levels. So that's why that's number one, because we spend so many hours there. So I really encourage you to take a look at those things to make sure that you can address them because you can make change. And it seems like one of the hardest things ever because again, you're talking about how you get paid, but it's really important that you start to address these so that you can take care of yourself along the way. Yeah. And is it, yeah. And is it worth it? Right. And is it worth all of that stress to get paid just to not be able to enjoy it? And those are the things that you got to really ask yourself. And I think the reason we have work, number one, is because we all have to work. We all got to do something. We all have to be productive. We all have to go out there and do something. And, um, and I think you hit the nail on the head on every single one of those. So moving on, number two, and this is a really touchy subject, which is family drama. And family drama is, you know, we all come from very, very different and dynamic families, um, especially in this country, because we're dealing with so many different people from so many different countries, you know, uh, first generation, second generation, third generation immigrants, and you're bringing all these different cultures and you're dealing with divorce, you're dealing with, uh, you know, loss of connection between family members. Um, you're, you know, maybe some family members are very manipulative, and they're trying to get you to choose one side or the other. And, uh, you know, maybe you have negative parents or siblings, you know, maybe you want to share your dreams and your thoughts with your family because you think they're the closest thing to you but then as soon as you bring it up all they do is just they just rain on your parade and uh, you know money money's money is a big thing you know if there's there's a lack of it then there's always stress in the family and uh, that could create a lot of drama and i think we all regardless of who you are have dealt with some sort of family drama and it has not been resolved and if you truly want to unclog the pipes of your full capacity and capability, sometimes it's letting go of people within your family member that are basically holding you back. And that could be a mom, that could be a dad. And I'm not saying letting go and not ever talking to them again, but it's like maybe limiting the, the, the amount of touches and contacts, or maybe you do have someone that's incredibly positive and, and, and really great in your life, but they don't live near you, but you don't connect with them as much as you should. And those are the steps that you can really take. But, you know, with, with family, you know, it starts with childhood, right? And it, it starts at such a young age, and we manifest and we develop these things, and we 
tell these stories to ourselves over and over and over again until we get older. But maybe you need to tell these stories to a, a therapist, someone that can actually help you untangle some of these chains that are holding you down. Because uh, I know so many people in our facility that have gotten help uh, because of family drama, or they have put a lot of things to rest that they have been dealing with that just it just opens them up It allows them to be who they are. They no longer care what these family members think or forcing them to choose sides and they get to make their own decisions. So it is very difficult to escape the claws of family drama, but it can happen. And it does have a direct correlation with weight loss because all of those things matter when it comes to the way you the way you feel what you feel like your worth as a human, uh, your placement, how much are you loved and how much are you cared for? And, and do you belong to something? And all of those things, if you're dealing with some of those things, you know, we're probably not the source that you want to go to for that, because we're not therapists. Yeah, we have some knowledge, we have, we have wisdom, we have experience, but we can only take you so far. So if this is something that really resonated with you, don't hesitate to get help. There are people out there that have the same problems as you. And I love this quote that your problem is just a recycled problem, meaning that your problem is not the first one in the world. Other people have dealt with it. And there, there are other humans out there that know how to untangle these things and are willing to help you do that. You just have to take that first step. Step number three, or yeah. Issue number three. Yeah. Number three, uh, hidden medical problems. Now, you know, we live in an age right now where stress and, and information and just the amounts of uh, stimulus that we have has anxiety and depression at an all time high. And if you're dealing with a medical medical grade level of anxiety and depression, then again, you definitely want to seek professional help for that. Okay. And then there's there, like I said, there are levels to this. There are some people who are just more anxious than they were 10 years ago because of just the way the world is working right now. And that's understandable. The the question becomes, are you doing anything that will allow you to feel less anxious? right? Can you take some stuff off of your schedule? Can you volunteer less? Can you, um, you know, focus on taking care of just yourself for a weekend instead of everybody else? Uh, are there things that you can remove yourself from so that you can have more time to just be with yourself, which a lot of people will say, you know, I don't want, I don't need that much time with myself. I don't want to hear all the stuff that's going on in my head, mm. which is exactly the opposite of what you do actually need, which is some time just to decompress and not have any stimulus from the outside. And I believe, and I've seen with myself, and I know, Fred, you do the same thing, having that intentional quiet time makes a huge difference in lowering these, these baseline levels of anxiety and depression. Again, if you're at a medical level, and yours is higher, and that that that's something for you to deal with with a, you know, a professional, but um, like social anxieties, 
Um, a lot of it coming from just being on social media and then going out in the public and judging yourself against who you see, you know, and, and you know, are you fitting up to the images that you saw online? Uh, these are things that, again, are not being addressed uh, when it comes to fitness and nutrition and losing body fat and getting in the best shape of your life. When we think about getting in the best shape of your life, we think about the mental, the spiritual, everything coming along with it, because you can physically be in amazing shape and then just be a mess on the inside. And so what happens is when we start to really identify these uncomfortable subjects that we're bringing up right now and start to uh, address them one at a time, you feel your life open up. And when your life opens up, then your body starts to respond differently. And you suddenly can begin to drop this weight that you've been holding on to, feel more confident, feel stronger, enjoy life more. So maybe you have a thyroid issue that's going on that's throwing your hormones off completely, right? That's, the, that's kind of the brain of all of your hormones. And if that's off, most of your hormones are going to be off. Again, you need to seek professional help for that. Uh, maybe you have a sleeping disorder or you're just sleeping less because you've, again, anxious and, and depressed about some things. You are not alone. And also, I encourage you to make sure you have the courage to raise your hand and ask for help. These are things that as soon as you start addressing them, you will feel immediate relief. We have uh, a ton of clients who have been with us for almost all 21 years that we've been open. And every single one of them, we've been able to be part of their lives and see them go through ups and downs. And there are many of them who've had to go get help outside of what we can provide. And there's no shame in that. And actually, it takes a lot of courage. And, you know, we would applaud you if you step up to say, you know what, I need help with this so that I can move forward with my life. So if you have any hidden medical problems that are going on, step up so that you can take care of you. Number four, this is a really tough one too. This is childhood trauma. Again, this really goes back to the roots. This goes back to what we witnessed when we were children. This goes back to uh, seeing our parents operate when we were two, three, four, five years old. And this goes back to how you were raised and what, what, uh, what was still, you know, in you and what was, what was told, what was the truth and what's not. Uh, there's just so many things that childhood trauma can stem from, you know, a toxic home to where, you know, maybe you had a mom and dad that just didn't have a very good relationship and that affected you as a child. And you continuously are living and over living that every single day of your life as an adult. Uh, maybe you were physically, verbally, or sexually abused. Uh, maybe there was neglect. Maybe there was abandonment. Maybe there was lack of support. Uh, there's just so much that is inside of that shell that we could probably do an entire podcast on. And I know that childhood trauma can really lead to adulthood depression, adulthood weight gain, and just not being your absolute self because you know you are the creation of god you are the only one of a kind that exists and you have these amazing talents inside of you but as children we believe adults and now that you are an adult and 
you now know that there may have been some lies when you were a child. It is your responsibility to again, reach out to someone and get the actual help you need. Because if you continuously live and relive the past, you can never actually get ahead. It's literally just like treading water, uh, you know, and going against the current. You know, you're just never going to go upstream. It's just, it's just never going to, it's just never going to happen. And one of the things that I just read in my, uh, in, in the, in the book that, uh, that I take my quiet time in the morning, like Donovan said, and read each morning, uh, it talked about most adults are driven by the four-year-old that hasn't been taken, that hasn't been healed yet. So the four-year-old is still driving the bus. Five-year-old is still driving the bus. The 12-year-old kid that was neglected is still driving the bus. So it's like, you got to take some inventory and see what it is that's really holding you back from your childhood. And you can only talk to yourself so much. That's why you need to have someone that is able to work through that with you and have done it with multiple people and is licensed not just a friend, because friends can listen to you and give you advice, but they may not give you the greatest advice. So again, at the end of each one, we keep telling you, get the necessary help that you need. So if any of these resonated with you, was it whether it was a toxic home, whether it was physical, verbal, sexual abuse, whether it was neglect, it was lack of support, or just abandonment, or whatever it is that really haunted you when you were a child, the faster and the sooner you get this taken care of, the faster and sooner you can just let go and just allow life to come to you and for you to be hitting at your full potential. Yes, very strong points. And that leads us to number five, having low self-confidence and taking everything personally. Mm. Now, this is a byproduct of one through four. You know, when you're dealing with all those things that kind of weigh you down and you feel like the weight of the world is on you, it's going to lower your confidence and it's going to lead you to taking everything personally because you're going to feel like everything is happening to you. And so a lot of this comes from holding on to everything and never being able to let go or allowing yourself to let go or having a fear of letting go. What happens when you let it all go? Right. What happens when there's no drama or no chaos around? Like, that can be uncomfortable for some people if that's what you're used to, right? Uh, not being able to look outside of yourself and forgive other people for things that may have happened in your life. Um, and then the other thing is allowing others' belief systems to become yours. Like, do you even know who you are anymore? Or are you still carrying around all the statements that other people made about you and beliefs that you've heard from other people can you authentically say who you are and what you believe in? And this is where you have to be really careful to uh, do what I call guarding your perimeter, right? Taking care of your environment. So imagine around your body, there's a very small perimeter that only certain things are allowed there. You are the gatekeeper of what comes inside and you have to be relentless about it. And you have to be selfish about those things right not saying you're a selfish person but i'm going to be selfish about what i allow to come in my environment because 
I want to protect my mind and my soul so that I can be the best I can for everyone around me. That's the mentality that we're challenge you to take on. But it's hard to do that when you have low confidence and you've been taking everything personally. And so all these things stack together. And you've heard us say it five times now on each point. Unraveling these things is not something that you're going to do overnight. You have to pick one and decide where you're gonna start addressing things. But you have to make not addressing things a, non, a, 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 a non-negotiable thing. Like you, mm-hmm. you can't just sit back and allow things just continue the way they are. Because in the end, what you're looking for is when you look in the mirror to be able to see a smile, like an authentic care for yourself, the way your body looks, the way you feel, and to know that you accomplish the things that you want to accomplish that day in environments that were valuable to you. And we all have the birthright to be able to do that. And we can only do that when we stop allowing things to come from the outside and push on us that we, we allow them to be there. Mm-hmm. And so if you feel like right now you have low self-confidence and you've been taking things personally, this is where courage comes in. The word courage wouldn't be here if it wasn't needed. This is where courage comes in. Just take the first step to address something. And when you do that, you'll have momentum to move on to the next thing. And we all have a list of things we need to address. Mm -hmm. So take care of yours. And then what will happen is your life will begin to open up and it feels great to have an open life. When you have that, your body's going to start to respond because all this was about why weight gain is 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 uh, part of your life or yeah. why your weight's not going away. When you open up your life and address the issues, the weight gain it becomes a non-issue because hormone levels get leveled out and you become less stressed. And that's uh, that's what we want for you as yeah. our podcast family. That's, that's what we want the most from you. Well, um, the, the word courage that you talked about, sometimes it is the courage of walking into the gym and asking for help. Mm-hmm. That is that we have seen that to be the first step, you know, when they had the, you know, for, you know, the first step, the, you know, on the moon, you know, that's your first step in your new world that you're doing. You're walking into the gym and you're basically saying, I don't know where to start because I've got all these issues that I'm dealing with, but I think I can start here. So what do you do? You start moving your body. You start lifting weights. You start getting in better condition. You start getting yourself around people that are like-minded. You start creating a community for yourself. You start having access to coaches and people that truly care and create a great environment for you. And what does that do over time? What it does, it, it just starts to build your confidence one little step at a time. And I can just name 20 people off the top of my head to where when they walked in, they couldn't, they couldn't even look you in the eye. They would never smile. They wouldn't talk to anybody. And now what has happened is just like you do a body weight squat and you feel good about it, you know, and then it's like the next thing you're given dumbbells or a kettlebell. And then you're now squatting with a bar on your back. You weren't doing that three months ago. So what has happened in three months is that you've created very little and incremental confidence to be able to build yourself up physically and get stronger, which in essence, it's telling your brain that there is improvement being made. 
And that confidence continuously just goes up little by little by little by little. And you start creating that momentum. And once you do that, you're going to start feeling better about yourself. When you start, when you start feeling better about yourself, the things that people say to you that had affected you in the past will stop affecting you as much as it did. Because now you have more confidence. You feel better about yourself. You are better. You're in better clothes. You are, you've changed the way that you think about fitness. And what happens is now you get into a point to where you're like, I think I might be ready to get some help based off of this that I may have put to the side or have been avoiding. Now it's going to be hard. There may be some ugly cries involved in this whole process. There may be some uh, real reflection. There may be some elimination of people that you thought that were your friends or that needed to be in your circle. But all of this happens is when you first take that step. And I truly believe in my heart, when someone physically starts to challenge themselves, it opens up the pathway of courage for the brain to make the decision to take the next step. So, and there were so many people in our facility that have gotten so many raises over the time because they were too afraid to ask for the raise. And I remember just two weeks ago, a client of mine came up to me and said, I'm not, I'm, I, she said, you're not going to believe this. I just got like a 40% raise at my job. And that's a massive increase. Like, well, who, who gives a 40? And you know what her boss told her? Her boss told her, we were waiting for you to ask for this position. We just didn't know you wanted it. There you have it. Powerful. If she, if she had the confidence to, to ask a year ago, two years ago, just imagine how much more money she would have made, right? But she wasn't there yet. She didn't have that capacity, capability, or the courage to ask for it. But she built herself up physically to where she felt good about <clears throat> herself. And she was able to create that small amount of courage and just go in there and ask for it and look what happened. Now that's an extraordinary change, right? And we've had people that have struggled with weight loss for years and years and years and years. And after seeing a therapist and after taking care of stuff and after eliminating the trash that's coming in their body, all of a sudden they're competing at fitness competitions. They're looking amazing. They're becoming inspiration to other people in their household and their family uh, because they, they can be the beacon of light. They can be the help that other people need. So sometimes you got to help yourself first. That's why they say in an airplane, put the mask on first before you help somebody else. And that's the whole theory behind this. Help yourself first, get to where you need to be and continuously grow and watch how you are able to help the, everybody around you from the people that are in your household, like your children, your husband, your wives, all the way up to your friends and, 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 uh, and your community. So I, I just hope that this podcast really resonated with y'all. I know it's kind of a, it's, it goes a little off topic of what we usually talk about. We always talk about fitness and nutrition and we talk about diet and kind of, you know, we, we kind of stay in that lane, but I, I just, you know, we just thought that this was just such an important thing to cover because it's uncomfortable to talk about. You, you gotta, you, you get kind of fidgety in your chair when these things are brought up or, you know, it's like people just kind of just get quiet when these things come up because they know they have stuff they've got to deal with that they are avoiding. Today, 
let this podcast be that ounce of courage that is dropped in your life for you to be able to take that step and be just a little bit more courageous at looking at the issues that you're dealing with and being able to face them. Take that first step. There we go, y'all. We really appreciate your attention. We know this podcast served you. There's somebody in your life that you know right now. Maybe you had a conversation with them yesterday. You know they could use this message. Make sure you share this. We put this stuff out for free to be able to help as many people as possible. The only payment we ask for is that you share it along. And the last thing I'm going to leave you with here is just because it's uncomfortable doesn't mean it's any less necessary. So go take care of these things, y'all, and we'll see you stronger on the next episode. Peace. Peace out. For more from Bodies by Design, please head over to bbdforlife.com. If this show was valuable to you, please share it out. There's someone that needs this message right now. Also, please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. When you do this, it helps us climb the iTunes charts, reach more people, and impact the next life. We appreciate you tuning in, and we're committed to keep bringing you more great content that, when applied, has the power to change your life.